0: Hey friends, it's Shawna, your nerdy girlfriend and life coach from simpleonpurpose.ca and I wanted to do a bonus episode of Simple On Purpose because there is a topic that a lot of women are reaching out to me to get coaching on, that a lot of women are talking about that is just coming up in conversations with my friends and that is anxiety. Anxiety that we are feeling right now in our homes and in the world and in our lives. So, once again, I am coming to you from a random place in my house as we are working on renovations, slowly and surely. Today, I'm in my kitchen. And actually, I just got off a call with my friend Colleen from Lemon Thistle, and we were discussing how we're making this work. Like, work-at-home moms who have kids at home more, and maybe if your spouse is still able to work and they're at work, and... The way that the economy is affecting our online businesses is really putting up a lot of questions for us and what it means and how we're going to move forward. It's kind of unpredictable and that is scary because we've built a business on predictability and consistency and now that's all kind of changing and we're, we're feeling anxiety in different areas of our lives. It's popping up maybe for how things are at work, for how things are socially, for your family. For yourself, for your motherhood. We're all dealing with anxiety. So I want to break it down from a life coaching point of view and offer you a few tips that help me work through it and help the women that I life coach. So first of all, what is anxiety? What is it? Well, at the core of it, it is something that we feel. And it feels different for different people. Some might feel shaky. Some might feel like sinking in their stomach. Some might feel hot. So it might feel fuzzy. I think I get kind of like fuzzy around it. And as we know from the cognitive behavioral model, our thoughts create our feelings. So our brain is having thoughts that trigger anxiety. And the hard part for so many of us is that we don't pay attention to these thoughts. We don't take them captive to say. We aren't mindful about what's happening with the mental chatter in our heads. We just accept it as true and valid and necessary. And instead of kind of being mindful about our thoughts and investigating that, the first thing that we'll usually do is react to this feeling of anxiety. And we all have different ways we react to the anxiety. Some of us, my personal preference is to avoid it, to ignore it. This would be the freeze response in the stress responses. Some of us start telling people what to do and making lists and doing research and going here and going there. This would be the flight response in the stress responses. And some of us get angry and resistant to it and kind of dump out our internal frustration into our homes or into our workplaces and this would be the fight response and if you're like me the next thing you do is beat yourself up about feeling anxiety in the first place and how you reacted to it to make it go away it made things worse and then we feel crappy about that too and we're just feeling crappy about feeling crappy and crappy how we acted crappy and dr russ harris calls this the struggle switch we've turned on the struggle switch if we can turn off that struggle switch we can have more acceptance that anxiety is part of our lives and that's the first thing i want you to do is stop and acknowledge it because when you're feeling anxious it means our brain senses a threat and it's inspiring us to take action to prevent it or to lessen it or to make it go away avoid it altogether so anxiety it has a purpose when it is used to actually prevent real like danger for real <laughs> so when anxiety shows up you can just say hey there anxiety I know you're trying to keep me safe you can hang out with me but I am running the show when you can just accept it like here it is this is what I'm feeling like feel your feelings people (laughs) and I encourage my kids to do that I encourage myself to do that And then the second thing is to start to let go and find something to calm yourself as much as you can. I know it's so hard to learn this practice of calming down when you're under stress. So for me, it's like going away for a second and deep breathing. This slows down the heart and slows down your breathing. It slows down the heart and it tells your brain like, okay, your heart isn't racing anymore. Maybe you're actually safe. And I do this with my kids all the time. If they are freaking out, I tell them I'm going to talk to you when you're calm. So take some big, slow breaths because you are not in charge of your body right now. Your anger is in charge of your body. And I say anger because that's usually like their default emotion for anything they don't understand or can't deal with. So they just like, okay, anger's the first thing they're gonna feel. So let's just take a breath. You're safe. You can calm down. Some people would call this getting grounded. That sounds really lovely too. I like to think of it um, from being in my head to like sinking down into my heart, into my chest. The next thing that I would encourage you to do is to start paying attention to the thoughts that you're having, your mental narration, the things that have caused you to feel anxiety. Get super mindful. It's a buzzword, but you can do it. (laughs) It's doable even if you're not a Zen master. Get mindful about the stories you're telling yourself about what you should be doing, what others should be doing, what all this means. And this is something I need to do regularly. And I've got a free download of questions I use I've also talked about it in, I think, episode 29 about being mindful in marriage. So I'll link that in the show notes if you want to just get a quick like journaling sheet of some mindfulness questions that you can help to really take your thoughts captive and really start unpacking them and looking at them. And one thing that also helps me in addition to this is a brain dump. And I will also put a link to that in the show notes on a more thorough post I have on it. But essentially, it's taking all of the mental chatter, all the burden, all the to-do lists, all the worries, all the anxieties, and putting them on paper, giving them a home to live. Get them out of your brain and onto paper, and then pick one, just pick one to work on. What's the most important thing right now that you wanna be working on? And ideally, your last step would be to get grounded in who you are and what you want in your life, in your values and your vision. But maybe you just need to be working through steps one and two for a while before you get here and that's okay but when you're at a place where you decide i'm not acting how i value i act and i do this all the time in parenting like i'm not parenting the way i want to parent so let me get back to the ways that i want to show up as a mom and let me like tap back into myself and not be like running away with my anxiety and letting that change how i Parent. Like, I don't want that to override my inner, like, deep values that I have in who I am as a mom or a wife or a daughter or a friend or a sister, you know? One thing that causes us so much anxiety is control. Not feeling like we have control, trying to control things that we really can't. It's out of our control, and that makes us feel so anxious because we just want to make things safe and predictable and comfortable. That's really what our brains want. That's like a real default mode that we're constantly seeking. So anxiety just feels like everything has gone wrong. We don't have control. We need to get control. How can I get control? And I would encourage you to check out the Making Change Challenge. And it's a free challenge. You just put in your email and you can get it sent to you right away. But lesson two of that challenge is all about what we can control and what we can't. And I've taken it from Stephen Covey's work Where we have the circle of concern, the circle of influence, and the circle of control. And I've adapted this lesson to add in some worksheets that help you unpack what you have concern, influence, and control over in your life, and how you can handle each of these categories. So that's there, it's free, just stop by the show notes or go to my site and go to the freebies library. And one other random thing that I'm going to leave you with that's been helpful to me, is actually a John Mayer IGTV on Instagram. He shared an episode called The Gentle Hours. And his gentle hours are when it's the end of the night and he turns off the news and says, I've learned all I need to know today. There's nothing more I need to know. Pours a cup of tea, gets back into his own body and does something simple that he enjoys, like watching a Western movie for him. And he shared how he was feeling this anxiety and how he's constantly hearing on the news of things being closed and... And now this is happening and now that is happening and how he felt that it was looking at one problem in 50 different ways. And he shared this ridiculous fraction. He held it up to the screen and it was like in the hundred thousands over the two hundred thousands, like it was a ridiculous fraction. He held it up and then he held up the fraction that said two thirds and he said, they're the same, but I'm telling you the same thing in different ways. And that's how it feels when our brain hears more news and more news. It wants to solve this problem. It wants to figure it out. And the more ways that we're being told the same thing, that there's closures, that there's cases, that there's a risk, the more overwhelmed we feel, the more problems we feel like we need to solve. So he's sharing this and I'm like, man, John Mayer is like life coaching us right now, guys. <laughs> so definitely go watch it because he gives you that reassurance that we can continually condense the news back to the original problem. We keep seeing new fractions, but they are the same problem. Okay, so I'll link that in the show notes as well go watch that. And finally, the last thing I'll share with you guys is that in April, I'm going to be opening enrollment for the Life on Purpose Academy. I've mentioned it here before. It is a monthly coaching program where I cover a monthly topic. I offer two lessons, two worksheets on that, and then regular coaching and calls on that topic. I've had so much fun and like growth and interaction with the beta group that's been here this past month. We've been talking about hard things. And in the coming month, We had actually planned on talking about stress and overwhelming motherhood. And it seems like it's something that we all need right now. We're all at home with our kids and things are feeling a little bit more stressful and overwhelming. So, if you have thought about coaching, you're interested in coaching with me without the one on one commitment, then sign up for the quick information session that just kind of unpacks what it is and what you can expect and you can ask questions. That's on March 27th. You can sign up with the form in the show notes or you can just email me directly, message me directly on Instagram. Alright, simple on purpose friends, remember that it doesn't matter what you're doing as much as it matters how you are showing up, but don't beat yourself up. Let yourself feel your feelings and know that you can feel your feelings and then still choose to show up in line with who you want to be in this hour, this day, this week. Give yourself grace and believe in you. Have a great week.